Oh, baby. Welcome back to Talking Sports Better Than Most, where we just ended week four and the start of Big Ten play and week three of the NFL. Big Ten play got underway. There were some um, some good games, some games that you probably don't want to think about, like if you're Michigan State that got pounded by Minnesota. And if you're Ohio State, Michigan, you just keep on winning. That's the goal right now. So it was definitely a good start, I think, to the start of Big Ten. Um, I think this week everyone's finally back into Big Ten play. I know a couple schools were still kind of uh, maybe playing one more school or maybe on a bye or something. So, um, yeah, it was good to see. It wasn't necessarily like a glamour weekend. I think this weekend when we get into some previews, there are some really good games. But this week was kind of just let's see what happens. I guess the game of the of Saturday was really Clemson, number number five in the country, I believe, against Wake Forest. The Demon Deacons um, really hung with them. They they got off to a slow. They start. were winning by ten, I think, later in the game. Yeah, still. they got off. I think they were down fourteen to nothing. Yeah, they were all down fourteen nothing. I saw um, that. They they have a great quarterback. He was throwing the ball over the place. And then in the final drive, when they had a chance to go down and score before overtime, they their tail got between their legs. Yeah, they, if you don't want to say other things, and they Coach conservative became the most conservative coach. And even though Wake Forest has nothing to lose, they um, took it on the chin and lost in overtime to to um, Clemson. And Clemson survives. And you wonder because of how Sam weak Hartman threw for 20, 20 or twenty nine for three hundred thirty seven yards and six touchdowns, and you take the ball out of his hands. Yeah. And you just wonder how weak the ACC is. Does Clemson, like, was this their chance maybe to lose? I don't know, although they got a big game this week at home against NC State. NC State's a pretty, it was ranked higher, and um, I think it's got quite a bit. So it's going to be interesting when we preview that in a second. But um, I'll be honest with you, Clemson's biggest question mark has been their offense. And believe it or not, they actually looked, they actually the looked had a pretty wow. bad defense for a while now, yeah. but they'll they'll be I think tested this week because NC State has a pretty good defense, I believe. Yeah, at least compared to um, Wake Forest, it's definitely I think um, much better defense. I should say. Yeah, I, I just it, definitely there's no doubt. Um, DJ can't say his last name. Yeah, um, had a great game. Definitely looked pretty good offensively. We'll see if it continues. With that being said, though, I mean there's no doubt that. Um, Clemson is, I mean, they kind of got a cakewalk in the ACC, I feel. If they don't lose to NC State, I mean, what are you going to say about Miami? They got embarrassed this week by... Um, they lost to Middle Tennessee State at home. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's one of those things you just, I know every week's a little bit different, but Clemson's defense is definitely not what it was. Those cornerbacks and safeties were just getting, I mean, they were tackling guys. Um, the ball was halfway there, and they were tackling guys because they knew they had been beaten, so... Um, there were some, there were a lot of um, penalties in the backfield, but I don't know. I'll tell you what. A hurricane I'll, went down last week, but a new one's going to be resurrecting this week in Florida. That's true. That's true. I, I'll be more than happy to play Clemson in the um, college football playoff if I was Ohio State. So um, if they run the table, they're obviously going to get in. Um, they'll probably be the four seed playing Alabama, and Alabama will beat them by a thousand. So, um, but definitely, it was a good game. I think they're going to be tested just as equally this week. The only difference is obviously they're playing at home. So that was obviously a good game. Michigan played Maryland. Uh, Maryland had three turnovers, turned over on the very first play of the game. Uh, Michigan definitely got a couple fourth and ones. They ran up for long touchdowns to the end zone. J.J. was just a bit shaky and really just his, what, second career start, I guess you could kind of say. Um, but in the end, a win is a win. Maryland's got talent on offense. I don't know, defense, I'm sure they're okay. But offensively, they definitely have, have a, a very solid game there. They can throw the ball. They can run the ball. They got playmakers. So it was a good test for Michigan, who basically have been playing nobody the first few weeks. And um, what was your takeaway from the game? The initial reaction was last year they did the same thing against Rutgers in the first week of Big Ten play, struggled, and season worked out pretty well for them. Um, I wouldn't really worry too much about it. I mean, thinking about it, um, I don't think the game was as close as the scoreboard indicated. Um, Michigan fumbled the ball at, their own, at, at Maryland's 20-yard line when they were just moving the ball right on the field. Um, and then another interesting play call um, as they're moving the ball down the field on, into Maryland territory, and they 
decide to do a, a jet sweep pass play, which, uh, I mean, as you can imagine, didn't work. Um, just a curious play call. And then kind of got a little conservative in the second half with some of the play calls, but it worked out for him. Um, yeah, I mean, J.J. looks good in the pocket when he gets outside of the pocket. Um, he looks like he's definitely got to just sometimes not look for the home run play and just throw the ball away or if you're running for a first down, just get out of bounds. You don't have to run the ball. You don't have to run back towards the middle of the field to try to get a couple more yards after you got a first down. Just got to play, play for the next down, play for the next play, and maybe not go for the home run every play. But defense looked a lot better in the second half. Um, a team that will, a D, uh, an offense that will be tested this week at Iowa. Um, Iowa has obviously a, a really strong defense um, and no offense. So if they score points, more than likely not. It's probably going to be on defense. Not offense, but it was a good test for them. They'll, they'll get better. Ohio State opened up against Wisconsin. Wisconsin looked like, um, I mean, when Ohio State plays their best, it's almost amazing that Wisconsin's playing the same sport. They're slow. They're not very talented on offense, it looks. Defensively, they looked a little shaky. Um, so Ohio State rolled. They didn't have their two safety, their two corners starting. They're starting two corners. They obviously didn't have the best wide receiver in college football starting. Um, so, again, it just was a, a ho-hum victory. Um, it, Ohio State plays Rutgers this week. Oh, my Lord, I don't even know if we were going to predict that game. It's just one of those things, but I think they look good. They, um, I think, are coming together. I think C.J. Stroud throws a few passes that are a little um, lackadaisical. Um, I think he's a good kid, but I think he's got to kind of shore up a couple things because he's definitely made a few weird passes, a few um, mistakes here and there. Um, and it's hard to say a lot of negative things about a team that demolished Wisconsin, but Ohio State seemed lately to be beating Wisconsin handily. Um, so it's a good game. Michigan Ohio State just keep on rolling. I mean, we really no reason to beat 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 it up constantly. We'll just talk about previews for next week. A couple other games. North Carolina goes down to Notre Dame. Notre Dame becomes an offensive juggernaut somehow. Arkansas, Texas A&M. Arkansas gives it up. They they have the lead going in for a score, and this miraculous play turned around the game. And Texas A&M, the richest team in college football, some way finds a way to win. Still think they got a ton of problems there. Um, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon somehow scores twenty-two uh, points in the last three minutes or something like that to win. Yeah, it was, I think I saw it was something. I mean, Washington State's a, a good team; they can play. They remember beat Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Michigan State gets annihilated by Minnesota. We talked about that, Stephen and I, at length the other day. Just one of those things where Michigan State just is. They're in trouble because they play Maryland this week at Maryland, then play Ohio State. If they don't get by Maryland, they could be two and four heading into week seven. Yeah, or week eight, or I guess week I don't, seven, I don't I guess, know what but. their what their um, strength is. To be honest with you, when you watch them, they just don't look they don't they don't look good. Yeah, when you know, <laughs> when the things aren't clicking, the team chemistry doesn't look good. Um, and I tell you what, they're going to be absolutely tested again this week. Maryland's a good football team with a good offense as long as Tua's Tua Leah or however you say his name is um, healthy. He'll be throwing it all around that defense um, against Michigan State because they. I was honestly impressed sometimes with their play calls too. I mean, like they ran. I mean, I don't know if you watched uh, that much of the game, but they ran this. Um, it looked like they were going to run the option out wide to the running back, and then they brought in the the fullback on the inside and did a little pitch play on the inside to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just uh, I was just impressed with the play calling. And they got really good players, as they, as Joel Klatt said. What Michigan played them last year, they're not the same team. Um, Maryland's not the same team. They're a lot better. Um, Maryland's. I'm not saying that they're a upper. I shouldn't say that they're a top 15 team, but I really do think that they'll give a lot of teams fights that are that they're not predicted to beat. So yeah, the biggest upset of the week, Kansas State. We talked about it last week that for some reason Kansas State plays this this upset role every year against Oklahoma. Oklahoma at home goes down to Kansas State. Kansas State lost to um, Tulane or something the week before. So it was not expected, but they they came out. They beat the Sooners. Um, 
and you just wonder where the Big 12 sets now because Kansas is undefeated after they beat undefeated Duke this past week. Um, the Big 12, you and I were talking about the Big 10 standings on Sunday, Big 12 standings on Sunday. Um, the bottom is the top, and the top is the bottom right now. And um, both Oklahoma, Texas lost to Texas Tech at Texas Tech. The Red River rivalry in a couple weeks, I mean, one of those teams is going to have um, some losses and expectations that were through the roof, really, for both teams. One of them is going to blow up real quick. So it was definitely, again, as we talked about, maybe not the biggest week in college football, but I say there's no point in looking back. Let's look forward and see where it takes us because there are some some really intriguing games. Again, I think we'll probably, when we make our picks here, kind of talk about the chances of an upset because, well, we don't think certain teams may win. It's definitely going to be an, um, definitely going to add, I think, for a little bit of energy and excitement. So let's get started. Friday night at 10.30 p.m. I'll probably be asleep already. Um, Washington plays at the Rose Bowl. Washington is undefeated in the Pac-12. I believe UCLA is undefeated as well. Um, Washington has a dynamic quarterback. They beat Michigan Big State. energy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So any chance UCLA wakes up and beats Washington, or you think no. Washington's got the dub? I think Washington is going to secure the dub um, by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I'll take Washington, too. I UCLA, I know Chip Kelly's there. I don't know. I just have absolutely no faith in anything going on there. I mean, they beat South Alabama by one, and they beat a Colorado program. That's just And they gave up points to BG. They're, they're they were losing to BG for a while, so yeah. we'll go Washington. All right, Saturday. Here we go. Let's talk about some good games. Alabama at Arkansas. So Arkansas, I think, in my personal opinion, they can run the ball. They could kind of control the game. Um, but I was throwing the football today at recess with the kids, and I think I threw the ball better than the quarterback for Arkansas. So while I do not think Alabama is this juggernaut that everyone thought after week one, um, Arkansas is going to challenge them. It is at Arkansas, I believe. Um, this game is going to – I think it's going to be four quarters – and Alabama's going to win, but I think it's probably, besides them meeting Georgia, I think it's going to be their toughest game in the regular season. So I don't know what the line is. I'm going to have to look up some of these lines, but I'll take Alabama by a by a hair to win. But I, I really like Arkansas just as a 17 like, and a half. Whoa. I would take the uh, Take the 17 and a half, folks, and run with that. So I'm going – with Arkansas, Alabama, but I definitely think it'll be their toughest matchup of the season, regular season, I should say. Yeah, I'm going to go with Alabama, um, but I would say this game won't be more than, I would want to say 10 points or less, um, but I would certainly say it's not going to be more than two touchdown difference between Arkansas and Alabama. Arkansas has a pretty solid defense, and Alabama just, um, they're winning, obviously, they're 4-0, which is no shock to anyone, but it's not like they... Um, when they faced adversity against Texas, they didn't look like they um, were ready to. The score when you score twenty points against Al, or, uh, Texas, and you win by one um, against the backup quarterback. I don't know. They just didn't look like the same Alabama team we've seen for a long time and expected. Clemson is about a touchdown favorite over NC State. It's at Clemson. If the game was at NC State, I would run with NC State, but. I think Clemson at home wins by a field goal. I think it's going to be a back-and-forth game. <sighs> I don't want to do it, but I'm going to take Clemson. Yeah, Clemson looked pretty solid last week. They showed an offense um, that was better than I thought they would look. Um, so I'll go to Clemson. I went with Wake last week, and I'll probably be wrong now because I went with Clemson. But The number 17 team in the country, the Texas A&M Aggies, is an underdog. To Mississippi State, Mike Leach's team, I mean, I don't know. Ugh, another team I don't want to root for, but I think they're going to get the job done. I'll take Texas A&M over Mississippi State. Give me Mississippi State. The quarterback doesn't have a picture on this thing, but he's going for 16 touchdowns and 1,300 yards, so let's do it. All right. Oregon State hung in there against UCLA. They, I mean, USC, they only lost by field goal. They play at Utah. Utah, we just don't know much about them, obviously. Um, it's at Utah. I got to go the Utah Utes. I'm going to go with Oregon State. Um, Utah only beat Arizona State by 21, and that was with 
the staffers giving information to the other teams um, to let them know how to beat Arizona State and the result getting Herm Edwards fired. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go with Oregon State. Let's go with the upset. Michigan is an 11-point favorite. I'm going to tell you right now, Iowa will not score 11 points. The number we need to look at is 42. 42 is the over-under. So basically, if you give Iowa three points, can Michigan score 39 against Iowa's defense? I don't know if Jim Harbaugh would do it. I'd take the under. Michigan, I think, annihilates, embarrasses Iowa. They get booed off their home court, off their home field. <laughs> I hope so. Well, yeah, I got Michigan, but it'd no be doubt. nice to see them do that. Oklahoma against TCU. I don't know much about TCU. I haven't really heard about them. Oklahoma, though, I think kind of got exposed a little bit last week. I think it's at TCU. It's probably set up for one of these games where you just feel like, yeah, you know, Oklahoma's going to come in. They're dragging a little bit. They're upset. They're just a six-and-a-half-point favorite against TCU. So I'll take TCU in the upset over Oklahoma. Oklahoma lost last week to Kansas State to a purple team. Um, they won't lose to another purple team this week. They they beat um, TCU, a team that um, is going to face an angry Oklahoma team, and Brent Renables, who's just lost his first game as a head coach. Um, yeah, I'm going Oklahoma. Oklahoma State is a three-point dog at Baylor. Baylor, again, you never quite know what you're going to get. I'm going to take Baylor again this week. Took him last week. I like Baylor against Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State's undefeated, so I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Baylor. I'm I'm sold on their defense. I think I think they get the job done. I think this could be a really good matchup. Oklahoma State and Baylor probably are teams that are gonna score some points. Um, defense, I would definitely say Baylor has better defense. Um, I think Oklahoma State is a team last year that was one yard away from being in the college football playoff, um, and I think that they haven't impressed me so far this year, but. They're going to impress me this week. Give me Oklahoma State. Maryland, Michigan State. Maryland beats Michigan State at Maryland at College Park. Who you got? Um, let me see what the spread is real quick. I'm trying to f- oh, I guess neither team is ranked. Did think about that. Um, so the spread is Maryland seven and a half. I would say take Maryland. Um. I would say Maryland wins by 21. All right. Illinois goes. They're undefeated. They go to Wisconsin. Brett Bielema, Illinois is a seven-point dog to Wisconsin. But I'll tell you what. I think Illinois marches in to Camp Randall, and I think Illinois walks out with the dub. Ah, uh, This is tough because um, I don't think Wisconsin's very good on uh, I just don't think they're very good. They don't, they don't, I mean, they lost to Washington State at home. Um, or was it at home or was that Washington State? It was at, in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Graham Mertz, um, now in his third year, is the, is the guy under center. Still not off to a great start. Only seven touchdowns versus three interceptions. And I think Illinois is a team that's kind of up and rising. Um, but Bielema has got them going. Um, probably the strongest they've been in, yeah, in a long time. So, um, for the sake that I would like to see Illinois win, I'll, I'll go with them. Um, I feel like it's a risky pick. I think Wisconsin still has good enough players to beat Illinois, but give me Illinois. Why not? I take it too. Kentucky is a six and a half point underdog to Ole Miss. I don't think Kentucky's worth anything. I don't think Ole Miss is worth anything, folks. Take the six and a half, run with Kentucky. It is at Ole Miss, but I'm telling you right now, I think you could win some money. I'm telling you right now, Kentucky's plus 200. Put $25 on it, you double your money. You'd be crazy not to take Kentucky. I think Kentucky beats Ole Miss. I think Kentucky is kind of like a little bit of like a a better Wisconsin currently. Uh, A good defensive team and a team that kind of – off turnovers gets more of their offense. They kind of struggle offensively. I would say that's the only difference between maybe now and previously with Wisconsin and Illinois is Illinois has probably got a little bit more toughness and physicality to them than they did previously. I think they got better players and weapons on the edge, and that's why I would have taken Illinois. But uh, Kentucky, I think, is a team that has a good defense that's going to turn Ole Miss over, and they're going to win 
Um, not by a ton and not pretty, but I think they'll win uh, due to their ability to um, keep keep turnovers away, but and then create turnovers um, out of Ole Miss and, take and the under. take the points out of that. Take the under, folks. Hey, Wake Forest. We just talked about Wake Forest going head-to-head with Clemson. They're a seven-point underdog to Florida State. Yes, Florida State is undefeated, but I'm telling you right now, you want money in your pocket, you better bet Wake Forest. Wake Forest goes into Tallahassee. I think they beat, I'm telling you, this Wake Forest team can play football. They're going to beat Florida State. It's tough to say. Um, definitely better offense than Wake uh, than Florida State. Um, their defense is very suspect, but... After last week, you would, you would think that locker room would be angry. I mean, a game that they should have won. It would have been the first time that they beat Clemson. I don't know how long. they. I can't remember what they said on the, on the broadcast, but they said it had been a long time since they had beat Clemson. Um, and I would just say that um, come out angry, and they're going to hand uh, Florida State their first loss of the season. Nebraska is hosting Indiana, two of the oof, oof, roughest programs in the country. Indiana, though. I think they like their coach. I think they just play football, and whatever happens, happens. Nebraska, the last we saw them, they were picking themselves off the field after a dis, dis, just blowout by Oklahoma. They got a new coach. That's why I'm going with the Cornhuskers to beat Indiana. Yeah, I think the, uh, I think out of all the losses, <clears throat> losses Nebraska's had, um, if they lose this game, at home against an Illinois or Illinois Indiana team that is is really not good. Um, this would be one of the worst. This would be the worst loss in my opinion. Um, even though they lost to Georgia Southern or whoever they lost to at home, um, this would be the worst loss um, in the last five years or six years or however long it's been. Um, because there is no reason why they should lose to Indiana right now. All right, undefeated Kansas plays Iowa State. I'll take. The Jayhawks to win another one. College game day's got to get to Kansas. I don't think they've ever been there. They keep winning somewhere along the line. They're going to get college game day. I'm telling you what, I watched them in that game. They got a freaking quarterback that can throw the football around. Kansas is the real deal, folks. They got a chance to win the Big 12. Kansas beats Iowa State. Iowa State, I don't think, can score enough points. Kansas wins. Give me the Jayhawks. They go five. They, I think they're gonna go five and zero. Oh, rock, chalk, Jay, Hawk. It's a tough one. Um, Kansas definitely has some good wins this year. Um, I think offensively they are not turning the ball over as much. Looking at their quarterback stats, one interception as opposed to Iowa State's quarterback having five interceptions. Um, for Kansas, a school that. I don't know if they've ever really, well, they have been ranked in football, I know that, but um, hasn't probably been since 2008 or whatever year they were that they had their yeah. program record year. Um, they After today, Man, they'll be sniffing the, the top 25 for the first time in well over a decade. So Purdue goes to Minnesota. Minnesota looks like the team in the West. Now can they, when they are expected to win, will they win? They're a 12-point favorite over Purdue. Purdue didn't have their starting quarterback last week. I think Minnesota's the real deal. I think Minnesota's got one game on their schedule. It's Penn State. If they win that, they're going to play Michigan or Ohio State undefeated in the Big Ten championship game. So there's no doubt Minnesota beats Purdue. Purdue is a team I picked in the West to win, but they just there's some injuries. They've lost some close games. Minnesota, folks. Do we know if that quarterback's back, though? I don't know. I haven't heard, but I, I don't think it matters. I think Minnesota is just the better team. Well, I think without him, they certainly would win by a ton. But I mean, that's that's where I'm going. I'm going Minnesota, the Golden Gophers. I'm telling you, they can run the ball. They got experience at running back. They got experience at quarterback. They've had injuries in the past. They've played young players. Um, they're they're chopping wood, building boats, rowing the boat, whatever it is they call sinking it. the boat, sinking the boat. Minnesota. Wins, I, there's no doubt in my mind they're going to get the dub. I think um, I think he'll be back this week um, against Minnesota. I think with him back, I think this game can get really interesting. Um, they have a lot of offense with him there. I think if this game was at Purdue, I would take Purdue with a healthy O'Connell. Since it's in Minnesota, I will be taking Minnesota. All right, sounds good. 
And finally, Ohio State is a 40-point favorite, so we're not going to predict whether Ohio State wins or not. It's just if you had $1,000, would you take Rutgers, Stephen, with 40.5 points and lay 1,000 on it? Um, I don't think Rutgers has a bad defense. Um, so let me just say this. If you take Rutgers with the 40.5 points and bet $1,000, you're basically going to win 1,000. Are you taking it? Yes or no? I mean, I would take Ohio State with the 40. Um, I think they still win by more than 40. I just think Rutgers... Um, Especially without their starting quarterback, um, it's tough to win games, especially playing one of the best teams in the country. Um, I think last week, if they would have had their starting quarterback against Iowa, that might have been a different game, or at least a little closer than it was. So, Ohio State is not covering 40.5. Take Rutgers on the 40. There you go, folks. There's our picks. It is time now to switch over to the NFL, where we saw a lot of upsets in the NFL this week. It was... Turn the season over, see what's going to happen. Uh, it, it just things are things are pretty interesting. I mean, the the NFL is definitely the league where anything can happen and seems to happen. Um, I, I think the best way to do this is to make our picks and then talk about some of the teams and their games. So let's just dive right into this. On Thursday night, a huge game down in the Queen City. Miami plays the Bengals. Miami is undefeated, but they're an underdog. They're a four-point underdog to Cincinnati. Joe Burrow does not look like the quarterback. Well, they're in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, they're in Cincinnati, but still, Miami. This is a tough game right here. What do you think about Miami? I know, but but to be fair, I don't know if you looked at the stats of the the um, Bills-Dolphins game last week. I'm going to pull it up just just if you were unaware of the stats or anyone wants to. Know the stats of that game. So obviously the Dolphins won, uh, twenty-one to nineteen. But if you look at the stats, there's absolutely no reason why they should have won. They were outgained total yards, four hundred ninety-seven to two two hundred twelve. <laughs> so they were more than doubled up in yards. And Tyreek Hill had a rough game. I saw. Yeah, and and they only turned the ball, <clears throat> the Bills only turned the ball over once. So I don't know how they lost. I have absolutely no idea. Um, I guess the red zone, um, two for four, where the Dolphins were three for three. Um, if you never have to kick a field goal, it usually bodes well for your team. Um, so, and they were out, played 90 to 39. Um, total possession was 40 minutes to 19 minutes. Um, I mean, there's just, if you look at the stats, you would say the Dolphins, or the, the Bills probably win by 21. They, they probably score 50 points or 40 points at least, not lose by two and only score 19. So, not really sure what they did wrong, um, but... The Dolphins are undefeated currently, yes, but other than a huge fourth quarter against the Ravens, they've kind of almost lost. They haven't really been a better team in almost any quarter of yeah, the game. Yeah, Cincinnati seemed to write the of, of the year. Of course, they're playing the Jets. That seems to help sometimes. I'm going to take Joe Burrow in this game. I love the fact that it's in Cincinnati. I thought Cincinnati played its best game last week. I need Joe Burrow to throw four or five touchdowns. I'm taking the frickin' Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Bengals are back. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, I got the Bengals, too. I think last week they kind of just got back in the groove. Um, I think they win. I think Miami I think Miami has a lot to work on. Even though they're undefeated, they have, that's, a, that's a fraudulent 3-0. and We're going to be golfing on Sunday morning, and we're going to get to watch a game while we're golfing, actually, from start to finish. The Minnesota Vikings, the New Orleans Saints are in London, the first NFL game in London this year. Minnesota somehow came back to embarrass the the Lions at the end. The Saints look as pathetic as pathetic can get. So I, I, I'd be on the phone right now with Drew Brees and say, hey, Drew, you want to come back? Because I think you've got offensive talent around you. Chris Olave had a huge game. Jameis Winston's injured. I don't think Hill's the answer at quarterback. You need to get Drew Brees back. Um, this game is pathetic. Minnesota is the favorite by two and a half points. Do I have to pick this game? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I'll take New Orleans. This one's tough. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings after last week. Um, played a good game week one. Played a not very good game week three. Still beat the Lions. Came back. Um, found a way to win. I think it's not a win because they're a great team. It's a win because the team that they're playing is even worse. Um, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Cleveland, Atlanta. Cleveland is only a one and a half point favorite. 
I'm putting 25 bucks down on the Browns. The Browns are going to win. It's in Atlanta. I get it. Um, I, I'm not even going to talk much about this. I just think Cleveland's going to win. Yeah, I got Cleveland as well. I think Atlanta actually has kind of fought um, every week. Uh, but I think Cleveland, there's no reason why Cleveland doesn't win this game. They could throw out the punter as the quarterback. They should still win this game. So the Dallas Cowboys get a win last night on Monday Night Football. Um, Cooper Rush is playing great at quarterback right now. Might have a quarterback controversy by the end of the year. <laughs> That's what Jerry Jones wants. Um, Washington is pathetic. I'm taking the Cowboys. Dak Prescott's fingers magically healed. He's going to be back in two weeks or something because he feels his job on the line. That's going to be interesting. Um, the Cowboys are playing good right now, folks. Um, do I think, again, I don't know how good the Giants were, even though the Giants were 2-0. and But Washington is one of the worst teams in football this year. I'll take the Cowboys all day long. Yeah, give me the Cowboys as well. I don't think they're um, anything special, but they somehow beat the Giants last night. I mean, I think the Giants' offense is a suspect, to say the least. It's shown that so far, but they were 2-0. and Now they got to fight to um, continue to win, I guess. The Lions are favored again after giving up a, a lead to Minnesota. They're at home. Seattle's coming in. It's 1 o'clock on the east, 10 o'clock back home. They're going to be sleepy. Seattle, although my wide receiver had a good game, and I didn't play him, of course. But I'll tell you what, I think the Lions are improved. They lost their safety for the rest of the year, though, I saw on Twitter today, which is really going to hurt that Lions defense. Geno Smith, though, doesn't impress me. as quarterback at home, you go Detroit Lions. Yeah, Detroit had a, a loss last week that was um, Detroit football as we know it. Um, tough loss. That locker room should be angry. They should be biting kneecaps off. Um, I think they bounce back big, win by three or four touchdowns this week. Interesting game. Tennessee and the Colts. Tennessee comes in at home and beats my Super Bowl favorites. The only team with no wins, Las Vegas. I'm the death, death wish now. Um, and Tennessee, um, you know, they didn't look hot all year. Then they do that. And then Indianapolis hasn't even won a game yet this year. And they go and they beat what we thought was probably one of the best teams, Kansas City. It's in Indianapolis. I got Pittman. I got Taylor. I need the Colts to win this game. I'm going to take the Colts. Yeah, I mean, the Colts' offense still looks really bad. They didn't even have 300 yards of offense last week against against the Chiefs. Um, Tennessee, I think, if they had a different quarterback, I think I would like them a lot more than they do. I do. Um, neither team, I don't think either team gets to th- 350 yards of offense. <laughs> in, a bold, in, a, in a really bold take, I don't know if either team gets to 300 yards of offense. Um, I think this is going to be a, a blech game. Um, not many fans will probably want to watch that game, but I guess the team has to win, and I'll go with the Colts. Chicago is an underdog after coming off a win this week against Houston to play the New York football giants in New York. I'm really not sold on New York. Suicorn Barkley, though, does look good. It's good to see him back. He's definitely electrifying. Still can remember him running crazy at Ohio Stadium. Um, However, Chicago is, um, I don't know. Just I'm going to pick. If there's going to be an upset by what the bookies think, I think the Bears have a chance to pull that upset. I like them with the three and a half, probably. But I got to go with New York at home. The Giants come back and beat the Chicago Bears. Kind of like the last game, um, two teams that don't have much of an offense that um, will struggle. The New York football Giants have no Giants on offense, and Chicago only has a quarterback. Um, their offensive line is not very good. Um, neither team is very good, um, and I think the Giants are 3-1 and one after this week. Jacksonville, the surprise team in the NFL right now. They're knocking teams off left and right. They look good. They're playing really solid defense. They're going to play the Philadelphia Eagles that you know everyone is kind of salivating over. It's in Philadelphia. I don't know if I buy ja- – I'll tell you what, Jacksonville wins this game. I'm all in. Um I just got to believe the Eagles are going because I just, uh, until Jacksonville beats to me, I mean, they beat the Chargers, but Herbert was injured. I just can't buy it, folks. I'm going to go with the Eagles. If Jacksonville wins, though, I'm all in. I think um, Jacksonville obviously had a really impressive win last week. Um, And they're, I think, a team that's 
trending up in the right direction. I think Philadelphia has a tremendous player, a player that I wish I would have drafted in fantasy, Jalen Hurts. Um, he has more offense than I think. He, I think I, I heard that he would be by himself the eleventh leading offensive. If he was a team, he'd be the eleventh, eleventh leading offensive team in the NFL. So that means he has more offense this year than most of the teams in the NFL. Um, with it being in Philly, I like Philadelphia. If it was in Jacksonville, I think I would have picked Jacksonville, though. I think they've really come on as a football team. and I think Philly is obviously a great football team. I think they're a team that if uh, Jalen Hurts went down, they would be not even recognizable at that point anymore. The Steelers are a favorite over the Jets. The Steelers are in trouble, I think. The Jets, though, I don't know if... If Flacco's still going to be the quarterback? Yeah, I was confused because I thought Zach Wilson got hurt like two months ago yeah, almost. I thought it was only going to be three games. Yeah, I was hoping it was going to be a couple weeks. If Zach Wilson plays, I think the Jets win this game. However, I think Mike Tomlin, we know he's the best coach in the NFL. I think he's going to rally the troops. I think Pittsburgh gets the win. But if Zach Wilson plays, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Jets win. Yeah, um, watching last week's game, I thought Pittsburgh definitely had a very good chance of winning, and that just slipped from them. Uh, I think Pittsburgh comes back, wins this week, beats the, the Jets, um, and a pretty low-scoring game. Ken Dorsey was all over Twitter for his anger management um, in the Buffalo Bill-Miami game. They are playing probably the game of the day against the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson is, um, he betted on himself by not taking the contract extension, and he's going to become the Highest paid player in the NFL at the end of this year. Lamar looks unbelievable. I think they beat, I think Buffalo loses a second straight game. I'm all in on Baltimore. I don't like Baltimore, but I'll tell you what, they are my Super Bowl pick at this point. The Baltimore Ravens beat. Okay, the that Buffalo was just a Bills. curse on the Baltimore Ravens if I just heard one. I think Buffalo um, is, in my opinion, probably the best football overall football team in the NFL. I think playing in Baltimore, this game is going to be really tough for him, but I think Buffalo wins. I think Baltimore is a team that is really, once again, kind of like the, the, the um, Eagles, they're a team that if you take away their quarterback, they're probably unrecognizable and in a lot of issues and a lot of trouble. So Lamar Jackson never gets injured, folks. <laughs> the stock in the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens goes way down. Um, it crashes at that point. But I think Buffalo is the most all-around football, the best all-around football team in the NFL, so I'm going to go with Buffalo. The Chargers, we don't know what's going on with Herbert. Might be out, might be in. I'm wondering if they're going to let him sit this game against Houston, thinking they can afford to lose this game, or even their backup can beat Houston. Houston is a five-point underdog. <sighs> if Herbert plays, there's no doubt they win. I'm going to I'm gonna bet on that. I'm going to go with Los Angeles, but, boy, this game, if Herbert doesn't play, um, well, I, don't know, I picked up Los Angeles in one of my fantasy leagues because I read how the next five games they play are pathetic teams, but I don't know. I'm going to go with Los Angeles because I have Herbert on my fantasy team. I got nothing else for you. I got the Chargers. I think Houston, um, I just don't think they should be able to compete with them. Um, the Chargers are a really good football team, so I'm going to go with them. Arizona, Carolina. Oh, my God, what a boring game. Um... um I think there's going to be a ton of rain in Carolina. The remnants of the hurricane headed up there on Sunday. Probably going to get 12 inches of rain, 8 inches of rain up there. It's going to be a horrendous game. <sighs> Give me Arizona because I'm stupid. I'm going to go with Arizona, um, not because I'm stupid, but because Carolina has no offense. And I think Arizona has not much of an offense, but they have a better offense than Carolina, um, and they'll, they'll win. Aaron Rodgers looked pretty mediocre against the Buccaneers this week as they come out and win down in Tampa Bay. But they're playing New England that um, is about offensively challenged as <laughs> there's some offensively challenged teams in the NFL right now, folks. Um, I don't even know if you can say now New England's defense is wonderful. I mean, in Green Bay, Green Bay wins that game. Aaron Rodgers I got Green Bay as well. I don't think it's really much of a conversation to, to explain my pick on that one. So Denver, Russell Wilson. What about, was it Eli or Peyton said they should pay the punter as much Eli. as they paid uh, um, Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson, We, you and I both said this on the podcast. If anybody listened to us and we were right, that adding Russell Wilson really didn't do much to Denver. I mean, I don't think anybody came out and thought Russell Wilson was salivating to get him. Um, 
I'm going to tell you right now, folks. You listen, and you better listen. Devontae Adams, Carr are going to hook up. Las Vegas, they're still my Super Bowl prediction, even though I just said Baltimore. I think they are no doubt going to win this game and get me at least 60 fantasy points. Uh, well, if you keep picking a new fa- a new football team to win the Super Bowl every week, you're bound to be correct at this point. Um, but at the same time, I think Las Vegas, they have to win. There's no way they can keep losing games. I think Denver's offense is piss poor. It's really bad. Um, not saying that LA is great, but, but there's no way they can keep losing these games. There's no so, way. A game that we don't know what's going to happen Sunday night is Kansas City and Tampa Bay. I think everyone's looking forward to it. Tampa Bay has been evacuated from Tampa Bay. They're in Miami right now. There's no way the NFL is going to play this game on Sunday night. There's going to be a ton of catastrophic damage in Tampa Bay, in Sarasota, in Naples. There's no way they're going to put a football stadium with 70,000 people in when there's too much death and destruction around. So I don't know if the game's going to get moved to Kansas City. I don't know if maybe it gets moved just to a neutral location. There's no doubt the game will not be played in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay offense is struggling. Um, you know, now the rumors are Tom Brady and Giselle aren't even living together anymore. Um, so Tom Brady's got issues. Um, they're not going to play this game. and There's just no way. They haven't announced that, but trust me, with what's coming to Tampa Bay is going to um, really cause a lot of damage down there. They're not going to have power for weeks. Um, so there's no doubt Kansas City is going to win this game if it is played. I don't know where it's going to be played. I can't imagine Tampa Bay would let them go to Kansas City to play it. So maybe a neutral site somewhere, maybe Atlanta, who knows. Um, but I'll take um, Kansas City no matter what happens, hurricane, no hurricane, Kansas City is going to win this game. Yeah, Kansas City as well. Tampa Bay is offense looks pretty, pretty bad. And um, I think it will continue to look pretty bad. And Kansas City will win by a field goal or a touchdown. So, remember everybody was clamoring for Jimmy Garoppolo because Trey Lance got off to a slow start. Jimmy Garoppolo now has become the Dan Orlowski of the NFL again. after He's been freed. (laughs) So, Jimmy G. (laughs) Um Oh Lord, I tell you, every the I tell you the NFL gives to us every week. It's amazing. Um the Rams are two and a half point dogs to the 49ers. I bet you by the time I go and place my bets, I'm gonna go tomorrow after work. Gotta drive into Michigan. The Rams are not losing this game to San Francisco, folks. Um I, I think this is a slam dunk. I will without question take the Rams. Super Bowl champions, former Super Bowl champions, to beat San Francisco. Yeah, I got the uh, the Rams as well. I think um, not that they're an amazing, not that they're like a top three or four team in the NFL, but I think San Francisco is not in a good position. Um, Give me, give me the Rams. Give me Matthew Stafford. Give me a five dollar hot and ready, baby. Yeah, I mean, oh, I agree with you. I mean, they're just no doubt in my mind. That's no doubt in my mind. So. Um, it's going to be an interesting week in the NFL again. Like I said, we got hurricanes, we got some big dogs, we got some good games. And again, it, here's the thing: we just made these predictions, and yet we know three of them aren't going to happen because, for some reason, upsets are the name of the game in the NFL right now. So, Stephen, right now, you would take the Buffalo Bills as your Super Bowl champion if you had to pick someone. I mean, assuming that they stay healthy. Um, I think the Buffalo Bills have shown to be a really, really good football team. Josh Allen's shown to be extremely good, if not probably one of the best. If not the best, if you want to say Lamar or Jalen Hurts are the best, um, uh, I would say Josh Allen has shown that he can. Obviously, he has a physical ability to run you anyone over, but he also has shown the ability to throw the ball. His completion percentage is getting higher and higher every year now. Um, he's throwing for a lot of yards at offense. Started is starting to kind of look like a team that should be an offensive juggernaut like they should be. I think the last couple of years they haven't looked as much like a, uh, an offensive juggernaut, but I think they've kind of gotten that figured out. Um, and something something that they did and figured out is working for them. And I think that I think they're, they're my Super Bowl prediction. Um, and I'm only going with one, unlike somebody else here. Well, I think we're going to see the preview of the AFC Championship game this week. I think the Ravens and the Bills. I think Lamar Jackson is a playmaker. Josh Allen's a playmaker, too. I do think, though, offensively, 
right now, if J.K. Dobbins can get back to what he was, I think he starts to match the talent offensively with Buffalo. Um, but Lamar can win you a game by himself. That's the way I feel. I don't know if Josh Allen can win a game by himself for you. I probably that's why I took the Ravens just by a, a, a you know fingernail. But um, I think we're seeing the AFC Championship preview. Unless, like you said, an injury comes into play. And unfortunately, I mean, that's all it takes. One of these teams get an injury, and the next thing you know, the season kind of blows up. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Ravens are more one-player-led than the Bills. I think the Bills have a better supporting cast, but they do yes. kind of not have that running back that if they just had a solid, really good running back, I think they'd be unbeatable. Imagine if they had a Kareem Hunt. Yeah, they just had, yeah, I mean, I just, yeah, they don't really have a running back right now. Um, Obviously, J.K. Dobbins, whenever he gets and healthy. How many, what was the statistic you told me when we went out to dinner Sunday about who, who threw the ball? Was it the Bills that threw the ball? So he threw it three, or uh, he threw it 63 times on Sunday. Wow. Now, with that being said. He also scored 35 point, what, 34 point whatever, and then 35.8 and 35.7 or whatever in fantasy. How are you feeling so. about your fantasy team? Um, took a took a hard out last week. Um, I'm gonna bounce back. Your favorite hopefully. to win this week? Um, barely. Well, right. That's that's projections never lie. Numbers never lie. I'm gonna win this week. And okay. who's your quarterback again? Uh, well, it was Dak, and then he decided to get hurt. Um, and then I have Derek Carr, but I actually went and picked up Trevor Lawrence. Um, whether I actually get him or not, I don't know. But um, figure I might as well try somebody else. See if it if it works out. If I can even get him off the waivers. But yeah, my quarterbacks uh, take Derek Carr this week. I'm telling you. I mean, I have him. It's just that if I get Trevor Lawrence, I have a, an actual debate of who I want to play because I also have Carson Wentz, but I can't wait to get rid of him. Gotcha. Major League Baseball, the playoffs start well next week. The season ends, I think, on a Tuesday or something. I mm-hmm. saw, and then we'll next course... week on the podcast we'll have the. Uh, Review well, of the Detroit Tigers of the 2022 season. And what about the Cleveland Guardians won their division for the first time in history? They won the division for the first time in history? Yeah. Really? Is that really? Are you being serious? Well, because of the Guardians. Oh. <laughs> oh that, was that was funny, wasn't it, folks? Can you imagine the Cleveland Guardians? First time ever in the playoffs. The Red Sox got eliminated yesterday. Um, so some good stuff coming up, of course, you know, I know sometimes baseball season's along, but there's nothing kind of cool than every day in October. Yeah. Right? I mean, when you, or it's Sunday awesome. Cause you get games every day. night. Yeah. But I mean, they're out in the middle of the day too. Yeah. They're out in the middle of the day. At one o'clock you get to watch a baseball game. It's hard to beat the, so the cool. baseball playoffs. It's truly yeah, I mean, an awesome one month, almost every day, nonstop yeah. up to the world series. So, um, yeah. that's kind of a cool thing that you get to look forward to the president's cup. You know, we follow golf obviously all year round. The president's cup just took place. We joked about this about a month ago, who was going to even be on their team. Um, there were a lot of players who we definitely didn't recognize. Um, the Americans though, actually only won by five points. I think it was 17 and a half to 12 and a half, which was kind of surprising. Um, Cause Saturday morning, I think you texted me. At like ten o'clock, and so I think they were up eight to two. Yeah, you were like, "This thing might be over today." Yeah, because um, yeah, I think at that point, as long as they, if they won every single match, it would have been over before Sunday. Yeah, but that was they didn't. difficult to watch because you felt like the Americans were kind of forcing themselves to get excited. I mean, I know they're playing for their country, um, but they knew they were the better team. Um, the next step they got a hurdle is the hurdle in Rome next year if the Ryder Cup team can win on the road. Um, which they haven't Overseas. done since 1993. Yeah, since the Belfry in 93. I mean, that's a that's a long time. Um, gosh, that's a long time. So it'll be interesting to see if they can keep the momentum. You and I talked about the fact that those players really look united. They look like they like each other. Um, and it's, it's great to just see them look happy. They were smoking some cigars, drinking some beer, Max Homa. Tweet it Monday morning. He's not, not well. <laughs> so he um, had <laughs> some alcoholic beverages, I'm assuming. Um, so it was good to see. I mean, we didn't really watch much of it because we were golfing ourselves. But um, it, it, it'll be interesting because golf is one of those. I mean, like when you and I golf this week, I mean, just one hole, everything's going well. And the next hole, you don't know what happened. And um, 
So it's just one of those things that can they keep the momentum? Jordan Spieth went 5-0, and though. That's promising, I think, for the American team. And going forward, is Jordan Spieth really back? He's just a, a grind. He just grinds it out. Yeah. I think that's just what he does well. In, in those I don't think I would take right now play. match play. He can have a nine on a hole. Yeah. And then that doesn't bother him. It's like, okay, yeah. that's one hole. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he's going to hit a few bad shots. It's just the way he, he doesn't really know where the ball's going. But he, he finds a way to get it figured out 75% of the time. And those 75% of the time, he's still better than pretty much anyone when he grinds it Here's out and is playing like that. That's the sign that he's going to be back um, contending in majors next year. It was great. Sam Burns, Max Homa, guys like that who maybe are the future of the game um, got a chance to play and, and show how well they are playing. Scotty Scheffler struggled a little bit. Um, Billy Horschel definitely made a name for himself being the partier of the, um, of the team. <laughs> um, so, it was great to see, good for the USA, um, and like I said, all eyes point for a year from now to Rome with Luke Donald having to rebuild a team, a European team, that most of the European stars are now LIV, but we saw last year when they got absolutely blown out at Whistling Straits that they their prime was over. Lee Westwood and those guys were not going to compete with the, the young guns of America, so Europe's got a lot of building to do, but for some reason, going over to Europe gives them like a 3 nothing lead to begin with for some reason. I don't know what it is. Um, the one thing that I did think was interesting, they're going to play in Rome. And I know the Rome is in Europe, but I think being in England's different because there's a lot of good English golfers, but I don't really know since Constantino Roca, if there's a lot of good Italian golfers. I think, my gosh, Tiger Woods was there. They'd be cheering on Tiger Woods, I think, just as much as their own European team. So... That might be kind of an odd thing, and that fact that there's not won't be an Italian most likely on the team. So um, it'll be interesting to see the golf course. I hear is really quirky. I see Roy McIlroy played in the tournament a couple weeks ago, played pretty well. Um, and how are we going to root against Rory after all he did for VGA yeah. and all that? It's going to be awkward. But I think somewhere along the line, um, you know, I saw some of the Americans come out and say how pissed off they were about. The, the way um, Tom Kim hushed the crowd. I guess that's the new thing. There's always that villain who hushes the home crowd. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. So we got a whole year for that. They'll do the same thing in Rome. So. Yeah, the fall season starts now. I think they got eight tournaments in a row or something. And then um, the PG Tour start back in January and um, live golf. Um, maybe you can keep watching that, you know. No, I'll watch it. All right, so anyways, that's where we are. A lot of good football this week. We'll see what ends up happening. Like I said, there's always going to be these upsets. We know it. The question is, where is the upset going to be this week? So until then, we'll see you next week.